welcome to Mermaid City Broads. This is a podcast about two 20-something-year-old women trying to navigate life, love, and the tumultuous tidings that come with living in Texas as progressive millennials. My name is Allie. And I'm Mariah. And today's episode is just going to be us uh, talking a little bit about ourselves and um, having you guys get to know us a little better before we start doing this thing with you guys. Sounds right. good. Do you want to start off? Um, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> We're new at this story. I feel like this is an interview. <laughs> it is an interview. Thank you all. It's just an interview that a bunch of people are going to hear. All right. All right. So yeah, I'm Mariah. I'm 23 years of young. <laughs> 23 years of age. Um, living in San Marcos, going to Texas State, studying fashion merchandising and business. Honestly, like... The literal worst major you could have, I could have ever chosen, but it's a lot of fucking bullshit. Why is it the worst major? Um, it's just like, it's just learning how to care how people look. Right. Which, I mean, who the fuck cares about that? A lot of people. Even like Chanel didn't care. <laughs> That's true. She didn't give a fuck. It's true. Good old Coco. Well, what do you want to do instead? Well, my dream gig would be to be a tour manager, but like... You know, I mean, that's a big dream, but I think I can accomplish that. Right now, we're co-hosting a podcast. Co-hosting a podcast. Working at a restaurant. <laughs> okay. Living the fucking life. Living the life. Living the Mermaid City Broad's life. Um, so, Allie, tell us about you. 22 years old. I also live in San Marcos, Texas with Mariah. I'm a recent graduate of Texas State University with a... Degree in psychology and a minor in family and child development. Woo-woo! Yeah. I, uh, I want to try to do something with um, children and family relationships. Right now I'm applying for jobs with uh, Child Protective Services and Family Protective Services, so we'll see how that goes, fingers crossed. But uh, hopefully one day I'll do grad school and some research and open my own practice for something, something good someday. What's your, like, dream job? My dream job would to either be a marriage and family therapist or, like, a couple's sex therapist. Love it. Dealing with, you know, like, sexual dysfunction and, like, compatibility and just being comfortable with your sexuality. It'd be great because, like, you could just, like, assign people to have sex. (laughs) I don't think that's the This is the position you need to be in. This is how you need to do it. Lift the leg up at 90 degrees, and that's how you fuck her. I love it. Right. No. Uh, Close, but something (laughs) like that. Something like that. Good, good, good. Um, Yeah, so that's a little bit about both of us. Um, Basically, we wanted to start this podcast to, like, bring awareness to, I guess, People that are our age um, and people that live in the same town we do that are dealing with the same crap that we deal with on a daily basis. Yeah, and just an outlet for listeners to relate to and understand that, like Allie said, they're not alone. Yeah. uh, Everyone's life sucks. (laughs) We all have shitty lives, shitty boyfriends, shitty jobs, and not enough money, but never a shortage of drink specials. Cheers to that. Amen. Amen. Clink. If you couldn't hear that, that was our glasses. <laughs> that was our champagne mimosa glasses clinking at uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. But we started at 1, so mm-hmm. it's fine. We've been doing this for hours, no lie. Um, to get you guys uh, started off listening to us, we're going to talk about uh, 
dating on social media apps, kind of. Uh, we're mainly focused on Hinge right now, because that seems to be the app that's all the rage. And if you haven't heard of it, download it right now. It's a pretty pretty great app, Mariah. Do you want to kind of explain what Hinge is? Yeah, so I love Hinge because, A, it doesn't seem to really be a hookup app. I mean, I guess that's what a lot of people use it for, but, I mean, when you match with someone, you get their full name. You get if they smoke or not, if they drink or not, what religion they are, what political background they hold, which, you know... Um, is important. Is in unfortunate this day and age. in this state of Texas that we live in because oh, everyone's yeah. a fucking conservative. <laughs> Not that we don't have friends and lovers that are conservative, but you know. Um. But okay, it's the conservatives that shoot deer and then put it in their fucking pictures. Well, um, we can edit that out if we want to. <laughs> I'm hated about it. Um, so awesome. yeah. You get a good sense of who they are. They can hook up their Instagram. And to don't their they? Um, you they answer questions like <laughs> yeah. Like, person, like, they can pick and choose from a list of questions to answer to personalize their profile, and, you know, you get a good sense of who they are. Right, so it's like, it's like all the other dating apps, except they have to share a little bit about themselves, so that I you actually get it. to know something about somebody. Well, um, Mariah and I are going to share a little bit about our experience um, with Hinge and uh, some other dating apps. I mean... Overall, I would say my experience has been pretty, I think, generalizable. Um, a lot of it's just been hookups. I've met a couple of really nice people, but nothing that lasted. Um, in particular, I had two really crappy dates, but I think I'll let Mariah start off by telling us about the wonderful date she just had this week, where you went uh, You went to Worstfest? Correct, Worstfest. I had a great date with this guy, um, he who shall not be named for the purpose of privacy, but, uh, But yeah. not anything related to Lord Voldemort. No, it's not Voldemort. Not that would, negative. That would be fun. Um, so yeah, we went to Wars Fest, and he was super amazing, drove up from San Antonio, um, and if you guys have been to Wars Fest, like, it's not cheap. I mean... No, not at all. Not at all. He spent... He bought my ticket... What, one pitcher of beer is like $18? It's like 21 <laughs> No. That's uh, a hard pass for me nowadays. It's 22 when I'm broke. Yeah, I'm broke as shit. Yeah. But he knows that. And he... First of all, he majored in sustainability, and how hot is that? That's very, very sexy. We picked up trash on the way home. Like, I loved it. Honestly, that gets me wet. I'm turned on. Oh my... Just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he spent probably over $80 on me. Like, slapped my wallet out of my hand when I tried to pay. Like, how hot is that? Very. Love it. I mean, you don't come around that very often. No. And, like, we're all about, you know, equality and stuff, but it's still nice when a guy is chivalrous, you know? Yeah, I love equality. Yeah, I love equality, but still, you know, everyone offered to pay. Let's get back to the topic of yeah. not paying on our other shitty yeah. dates. But basically, we had a great time. I just felt super comfortable being myself. Because of Hinge, like, we were able to really get to know each other through the app, and then meeting up in person was... Oh, so exciting. So, how long did y'all, um, like, talk over the app before you, like, decided to meet? Like, how, what was that like? I think it was, like, several weeks. Really? It seems like it was two to three weeks. Because he's in San Antonio, so we couldn't really meet up. Right. Different <clears throat> um, schedules a lot. Yeah, and I, like, bailed on him <laughs> the week before. We were supposed to go out because I was, like, <coughs> I just was not in the mood to meet someone. And, yeah. like... And I don't regret it because Worst Fest wouldn't have been our first date and it would have been, wouldn't have been so fun. Right. But, yeah, I mean, we just texted, like, all day, every day. And we just, like, talked the same, and it was super cute. Super cute. Great. So, okay, about the date, he took you to Horse Fest, bought you beer, 
dance. We danced you together. Danced? We like partner danced. I never okay. danced with anyone because it's fucking weird, but. We had a great time. Why is that weird? I don't know. I just get, like, weird about dancing in public. On especially like a with a guy. Day. Yeah. Uh, but it was great. Then he slept over. And, and. Finger guns. And dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. And then he, we were going to sleep, and he said, think about your favorite place for breakfast, and I'm going to take you there in the morning. Oh, my God. What a sexy dream. A gentleman. Goodness. Great <laughs> gentleman. A gentleman. We love gentlemans. We woke up, went to breakfast at Blue Dahlia. It was fantabulous. If y'all haven't been to Blue Dahlia, it's this wonderful uh, French bistro on the square. We'll go try it. And there's one in Austin. It's all uh, local produce uh, and meats and all of that stuff. Uh, it's great. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Anyway, we plugged Blue Dahlia. Anywho, yeah, we had Blue Dahlia. Um, great conversation. Then he just took me home and... And that, that was, that. was it. And we have a date on Thursday night. I'm on looking forward to that. Thursday. Well, we will talk about that. Hopefully on the next podcast, we can keep up to date update, on, you guys. on Hinge Hinge Boy number one. That's, that's looking good. good. That's looking good. Looking So, Allie, tell us about. So, I've had two Hinge dates, um, both of which have been cringeworthy <laughs> hinge dates. The first, uh, I talked to this guy for a couple days. He was super cool over the app. Like, we like a lot of the same things. Come to find out, you know, he's 25, 26, works for a Planet K, and, like, doesn't like to talk about himself at all and only asks me questions about myself. So I felt like the whole night I was talking about myself, we were at this really great bar in Austin called... The uh, Elephant Room, it was, you know, this awesome underground bar. Uh, they have live jazz music. It's great. Um, basically, he was just asking me questions about me all night. I felt like I was being interviewed for, like, a, a trophy wife position, <laughs> except he's this. <laughs> Does it get better than that? No, I don't think so. He just, he, you know, he told me he wants to be a writer and that he's slowly taking classes at ACC to be a writer, but hasn't published anything, hasn't tried anything, and, you know, I mean, like, good for you if you want to be a writer, but, like, I feel like you probably should try something, and he was like, well, I like to use, you know, the some, some of the people that I date for inspiration, and I was like, okay, so I'm really only here so that you can, like, write the great novel of the 21st century, like, it's really creepy, it's pretty creepy, like, he was kind of sketch, like, I, I was sketched out after a couple of drinks, and, like, he was very, like, into into it, like, was trying to make me laugh the whole time, and, like, you know, I'm trying to be nice and respectful and, you know, have fun with him on this date, you know, no matter, like, how he's acting, like, trying to have a good time, you know? And, you know, he's trying to make me fake laugh this whole time, like, I'm obligated to laugh, and I feel like, and by the end of this date, my cheeks hurt so bad from fake laughing. <laughs> like, if you're not funny, you're not funny. If you're not funny, you're not funny. And, like, honestly, I'm, I'm not going to ever do that again on a date. I've learned um, I will not fluff your ego just to fluff your ego if you're not funny. Like, I'm not probably not going to spare your feelings that much. Like, no. I'm having that terrible time. I don't care about you enough. Yeah, like, we just met for the first time. Like, I don't really owe you anything except for, like, at least an hour and a half, two hours of your time. Like, not to, even. To, I think there's something to be said for, like, you know, sticking it out for at least 45 minutes to an hour, because, like, people can get nervous, you know, like, whatever. But anyway, like, fish is for a second date, like, not even halfway through this first date. Like, won't shut up, won't listen to the live music that's playing, constantly oh, wants to talk my ear off. I'm like, we have time. Like, trying to rush things. I felt very rushed and pressured the whole time. It was terrible. 
He walked me to my car, told me how badly he wanted to kiss me. Oh, I mean, like, God. I wasn't even giving off that vibe. Like, I was giving off a, like, I'm going to give you a handshake or maybe a hug <laughs> at the end of this date because it was that bad. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I just was not into it. it. There was no attraction there. I mean, nothing that would have uh, got me going um, or excited for a second date. So uh, that was uh, a bust. But the second date... Um, that I have to share about from Hinge. Mariah actually was accompanying me on this date, believe it or not. That was fun. It was like the best day ever. (laughs) I mean, like, I had been talking to this guy for a few weeks on Hinge, and I, you know, he was really cool over text at first, and then he got a little weird, so, like, I talked to Mariah about it, and I was like, oh, you know, basically, like, he's, uh, he seemed cool, but he's, you know, freaking out a little bit now. Come with me on this date because he's working a venue. He wants me to come hang out and listen to some music. And, like, I want to, like, not be alone. So she came with me. Which, I will point out, is kind of, like, <laughs> it's, like, kind of rude in the first place to invite a date for your first time meeting when you can't even, like, sit down and hang out with us for very long. Exactly. I mean, he was up and about for the first at least 25 minutes. 25, we 30 minutes, yeah, that we yeah. were there. So, like, I need a stupid name. I'll just put that in there. His name was Stuart. <laughs> I mean, like, we can share the same. Okay, if we share stories, like, we're just going to give you guys a disclaimer. We uh, will be blocking out some names because there's no reason to be uh, malicious to the community. This is, again, some a podcast that is for, uh, you know, for you guys to relate to for, for lots of reasons. But also, we don't want to um, actually ruin anybody's life <laughs> or make anybody feel super terrible. If you know who you are, then... Sorry. Sorry, then I'm then maybe I should say your name on the podcast, but if you don't know, then you don't know, and it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Um, so we get to this bar, the Hotel Vegas in Austin, a great place, again, that plays live music. They were having a Dia de los Muertos event that weekend, um, and so we drove up, and we walk in, and it's great. They're having margarita specials. It's awesome. We get marks. We sit down. He's texting me and saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm finishing up. Um after I finish up working here, I'll come and meet you guys. And he walks over, and he's wearing (laughs) this, like, ripped jeans. Like, first of all, he looks grungy as hell, which, you know, is okay. Like, this is Austin, Texas. Like, it's very hipster scene. Like, And that's kind of your thing. And that's kind of, that is so my thing. But, like, if you're working a venue, like, I expect you to be at least a little bit Put together. Put together, and he mm-hmm. looked like he, like, had rolled out of bed, like, was wearing a very wrinkly t-shirt and a very wrinkly, uh, plaid, uh, polo. I don't even Or remember. plaid, or not, uh, what is it, plaid button-up. Flannel. Flannel button-up type deal, and, uh, he, yeah, it just did, just look kind of, like, kind of looked homeless. Like, I can't even describe it as anything other than that, but anyway... He sees me, and I'm like, like, I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, hard to miss. I'm in a blue jumpsuit and a blue blazer, like, bright, you know, see me from a mile away, sitting with a friend of mine. He comes up, and we're sitting at a picnic table, and, you know. (laughs) Across from each other. Across from each other. And, you know, mind you, there's multiple people out there listening to the event and stuff, but we, we had been, there was plenty of room to walk around, right? Yeah. Okay, because, like, may I just say that you go and you at least go around the table and you say hi to the person that you're trying to meet out on this date. No. He walks up and says, hey, 
And then I'm like, hey, and I move over and I like try to get up and like start to get up from the bench to like give him a hug and I like act excited and, and enthusiastic. Mariah's watching the whole time. Just in silence. Just in silence, like horrified the whole time. She'll give her take on this in a minute. And he doesn't even come around the table to give me a hug. He's like, oh, I don't want to bother him. I'm like, dude, you can say excuse me and and walk around the table and give your date an introductory hug or something like that. Like have a little human contact. And he sits down next to Mariah. (laughs) I had no part in this. He doesn't even sit down next to his date. He sits down next to his date's friend. And I'm like, okay, like, the music's loud, like, I can't hear him, I don't care if Mariah can hear him, she can entertain herself, like, she knows she's here as my waiting woman, like, she'll go flirt with somebody else, go get a free mark, go get another drink, she'll be fine. Which I did at one point. Which she did do at one point, and by the way, while you were gone, hardly said a word to each other. loser. I seriously, and, like, I was trying to, like, start conversation about, you know, like, the work he was doing, and, like, what he did today, and all of this stuff, and he just starts to proceed to tell me about like how he's just super into the music scene, which is, you know, great. But then goes on a spiel about how he's had five margaritas and how he's got all these drink tickets that we can have, like, and just like waves them, basically waves them in front of our face. Like Mm -hmm. is kind of being an asshole about it. Like, Oh, I'm so, you know, cool, cool like that. Cause I have these drink tickets or whatever. And then he starts talking about drugs. Like, we were talking about... I don't even know how we got on the it topic. It was Adderall and, like, acid. Adderall and acid. Oh, I think somebody said something about studying for a test and being on Adderall. And he was like, oh, yeah, like... Oh, I said I need Xanax to study. And he was like, oh, oh right. Adderall. <laughs> yeah. So, like... And, like, we're just joking around, like, all that. But then he, like, turns to this, like, super serious note and goes, yeah, like, I just like to do acid a lot. And, like, starts just talking about being on acid, like, in front of us. And, like, no, like nowhere near, like, a segue into, like, what we had been talking about or, like, really doing, like, a bit about. Like, I think he didn't catch the sarcasm there, but, like, whatever. And he starts talking about how he does this 10-tab challenge after he's already done acid, like, 30 times. Which, you know, great. Expand your mind. Do acid. Do whatever you want. Like, be safe. Have but a guy. not that much. But don't do that much. Like, your brain must be Swiss fucking cheese by this point. Well, like, clearly. He like, talks like it, too. I know. He really did. Oh, God. He really did. He was a dum-dum. Quite. Like, well, I, I could have put him on a stick and he would have been a dum-dum yeah. lollipop. Like, it would have been. You dum-dum. You dum-dum. <laughs> I know dum-dum. <laughs> not at the museum. Great movie. But anyway, but I was going to say, like... Maybe if we were, say, I don't know, 16, 17, if a friend of ours did ask, we'd be like, whoa, what? But, I mean, we're 22 and 23. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm like, we've moved past that. Like, now you're just a bum. Yeah. Now you're a bum. We've done our experimentation. Like, we're moving our way up. Like, we're over that childish shit. And I was like, okay, like, you're doing this 10-tab challenge and you're going out, like, on, you're going out in public on 10 tabs of acid? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, Cool awesome are you interacting with other people are you speaking to other people are you buying drinks what are you doing he goes no no I'm just acting acting like myself I'm like do do you even know who you are no at this point like so anyway the date is going terribly he's super shallow and superficial he's not funny not charming not witty not not even not even really that cute honestly like there was some some kind of like 
sexy, like, 70s porn stash, like, hot thing to him that I have a thing for at the moment. Like, I don't, I can't even. <laughs> I can't, I have no comment. <laughs> she, no she's, comment. She's silently judging me from across the table over here. I am not. In our studio. In our studio, aka my living room. Uh, we're doing this on GarageBand uh, for all of you who get the struggle of a startup. <laughs> so that's uh, our quality right there. Um, but yeah, so I immediately text Mariah and I say, "Are you cool with me coming up with an excuse and we can get the fuck out of here oh, and I go forgot do something about else?" This part. So earlier that day, I had um, been dealing with some drama. My uh, best friend's little sister had been thrown in jail. Uh, long story. Uh, long story short, I had been bailing her out that day, and uh, the excuse I made up was that she was a minor, and I had to uh, pick her up, and, like, she had to be released into my custody since I bailed her out. Which makes no sense. Which makes no sense at all. Like, he just went with it like it was nothing. Like, he has no idea, has no bearings on Texas law whatsoever. Um, I honestly, I honestly don't even know how it works. I so, but I went along it. with it. But we all, we all went along with it. And uh, we were out of there within, like, I would say a minute and a half. Less. Less than a minute and a half. I was so, just, like, so disappointed. I was disappointed, too, but I was glad that you were there. No, I was, like, fake disappointed. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, I don't (laughs) want to go to San Antonio. We don't want to drive that far. Shoot. Shoot. What a shame. For shame. And he was like, oh no. Oh no, I can't. But let's go to Utopia. He wanted to take me to the Utopia Music Festival the next day. He was like, oh, I have free tickets. We can go in together and like trip and like have so much fun and do all these things, bond our souls and do all these drugs. I'm like, no fucking thank you, dude. Like, I don't know you. No, thank you, Stu. I don't know you. Good luck. Good luck to Stu, but we can't deal with it. Um, we dipped out, and we uh, ended up running into some of your friends, didn't we? Like, friends by association, my ex's friend. Right. Who is a dumbass. Yeah. He's a, pretty much B's a conservative who believes that all gay people um, don't have rights. Oh, well. You we didn't know that. I didn't tell him. you that. And he ditched us for other girls. I was like, okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was fun. Wow. So, yeah. So, uh, we had an eventful night in Austin uh, learning about uh, certain... Uh, variants of the male species that we don't particularly like. But it was a learning experience. But it was a learning experience. We had a great time, uh, interacted with some great people. I saw a guy from my high school, actually. We were at this one bar in Austin uh, waiting for some pizza. I went to the bar to get us some water before we went home for the night. And some random guy, like, just, like, cuts like cuts me off as I'm on my way back to Mariah and I spill water all over my jacket, and I'm like, oh, shit, whatever. And I look up, and I see this guy from high school, and he goes, oh, man, that sucks. And I was like, oh, hey, Scott. And, you know, I said his full name or whatever, and he goes, hi. And I was like, <laughs> no oh, idea. oh, <laughs> no idea. He has no <laughs> clue. And he's like, oh, hi. I'm like, oh, I, wow, you don't remember me. Okay, I was like, well, that's embarrassing. And he was like, oh, no, I, no, I do high school, right? I'm like, god damn, yeah, hi, Allie. Bye. Good to see you again. Hope all's well. Goodbye. Good night. Walks away with like my fucking face in my hands. I'm like, he's like used to play football. Was like all up there. I'm over here. Like he was a looker. He was right. I, or maybe I, mean, I saw his friend. I mean, his friend was cute. He's. I mean, Scott's handsome. He's like tall, blonde, blue eyes. Like good he looking. Was the douchey looking one, right? Ah, uh, yeah. He looks a little kind douchey. Of I mean, from what I know, he's a nice person. I've never really interacted with him. I've had a 
couple of interactions with him. But well, I, it's the little things. I figured he might, you know, we've only been gone from high school for a couple of years. Like, I remember most of the people I went to high school with. Like, I'm sorry, dementia doesn't hit me that hard. Right. They just weren't worth remembering. They're not. I mean, oh, I guess I'm not worth remembering. No, you are. Oh, thank God. Thank God you're so sweet. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it was a fun night in Austin. Um, but yeah, basically, like those experiences have brought us to to want to do this podcast. Yeah, I feel like we all just have such shitty experiences before we find a good one. I mean, I know I have. I've had so many shitty dates in the past, I don't know, two months. Have all of them been from Hinge or most of them from, like... All of them. All of them have been from Hinge. How do you even meet people these days in person? You can't. Honestly, it's so hard. Like, I'm crushing on this guy who comes into, like, our... The restaurant that we work at so hard. He comes in and he studies uh, quantum mechanics. He's super handsome. Um, I think. Um, (laughs) I think he's Six out of ten. Okay. I think he's super (laughs) handsome. But, uh, I want to, like, ask him out, but, like, I'm so nervous. Like, I can't, I can't do it in, in the wild, in public anymore, unless I've had a couple drinks with me. Like, I just don't have that confidence anymore. We'll work on it. Yeah, I mean, Practice makes perfect. I think it's because we've all, like, as kind of, like, a generation become so dependent on social media for certain things, like, to, like, facilitate certain relationships or to, like, uphold certain relationships that, like... Why not start a new one with it? I mean, like, and I think it's a great tool. Like, I think it's it's great, but, like, it's not the only way. Well, yeah, but people... To meet people. Especially some men. I don't want to generalize by saying all men, but some men, or at least some men I know or have talked to on social media, just, they hide behind it. And it's like when they see you in person, they're just so terrified. Or yeah. ignore you. Or they ignore you. It's so weird. It's like, Have you guys. ever had Hinge guys ask you out on group dates? No. Oh my god, what? Oh my god, I had a Ew. guy who asked me out one time, he was like, hey, me and my friends are going to this live venue tonight, it's gonna be like seven or eight of us, do you want to come with? I was like, no. That sounds repulsive. That sounds terrible. Like, where, uncomfortable. where are the people I know? Yeah. Like, you get to talk to all your friends, but like, I have to stand by myself? Well, like, in situations like that, it's like, hey, bring your friends, invite some Yeah, people. like, we'll tell me, out. like, yeah, but like, don't be like, come with me and my friends somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's controlling. It, it was, that's controlling. It is controlling. That's emotionally manipulative and we don't like that. I don't like it. <laughs> Tapping out. Tap out. Yeah, so, um, we basically got the idea for this podcast, um, I started listening to a podcast that I really love, um, called Girls Gotta Eat by, uh, Ashley Heseltine and, uh, Raina Greenberg. It's great. They live in New York City. They talk about life, love, and relationships and all of that good stuff. They have great guests. Um, and I was thinking about a creative outlet here. Um, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, I don't, I don't really know if there's like a lot of podcast community in San Marcos. I haven't. I would think not. I would think not. I know there's a lot of radio, but this is just going to be. And in Austin, it's a lot of radio. Yeah. Austin's a lot of radio, radio, but Austin's a more music scene. This is a more musical part of Texas anyway. So I kind of got inspired by them and I've, uh, I've been wanting to, like, you know, just have an outlet to hear myself talk, <laughs> I guess. We both have. We both have. And I thought, who better to do this with than my sassy friend Mariah? <laughs> um, I love Mariah. Uh, we met at Grins, and uh, she's just funny. She gets my dirty and dark humor and uh, reciprocates it right back. So I, 
asked her to do this podcast with me, and she so humbly uh, said yes, and we've been working on it for a couple of weeks now, so it's going to be rough and patchy for a little while, but hopefully it gets better. We're just two peas in a pod. Two, two peas. <laughs> okay. Did y'all hear that? That oh, was good. Oh, shit. Two, two peas in a podcast. podcast. That's the new title, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. We can have them vote. We can have our We can vote. have them vote. Um, Mermaid City Broads. Um, also, if you guys uh, are listening from anywhere else, um, San Marcos, Texas is known as uh, the Mermaid City. Um, there are lots of legends about mermaids uh, who come from our our freshwater rivers. There's mermaids in there. I've seen them. Yeah, we actually do have um, an affinity for mermaids. We have a mermaid parade. We do have women who um, put on the full costume and get in as mermaids. And it's really mainly about um, environmental protection, uh, protecting the river as a, as a natural landmark and um, the history that comes with it and the wild rice that is really known only to San Marcos and grows there and like a specific population of certain animals. Um, it's really... A beautiful river in a beautiful town. Um, we love it here. But anyway, uh, yeah, Mermaid City, um, San Marcos, Texas. There's mermaid statues all around, mermaid uh, paintings, all of that fun stuff. Paraphernalia. Paraphernalia, if you want to get... mermaid finalia. mermaid finalia. <laughs> if you want to get down and dirty about it. Um, yeah, but I, I think that's it. Closing thoughts? I don't... Closing thoughts? Do you have any closing things to say, Mariah? Any I... Hopes? Don't, but I'm looking forward to sharing my next date. And Your next date? I want to hear all about that next date. Future hinge. Future hinge dates. Dates. Work issues. Uh, you know, finding new jobs. Post-grad life. Hot gossip. Which is coming up for you soon, which is coming up, well, it's, I guess I'm already in post-grad life, which is... But you have that one class. Well, I do have that one class. I haven't officially gotten my diploma yet, you guys. I, uh... And one credit short, I walked the stage in August, went through the whole great ceremony, jumped in the river as per our San Marcos tradition, um, and I uh, am still taking a Spanish class online, and after I pass that class, I will be getting my diploma in the mail. So yeah, then I'll be an official college grad, but we'll be talking about lots of things. Um, if you guys have any questions for us, feel free to email us at uh, mermaidcitybroads at gmail.com um, or comments when we post it or, um, slide into our DMs slide. we may post this to our personal Instagrams we may come up with a new Instagram we're not sure yet uh, posting to SoundCloud maybe YouTube uh, but stay tuned to find out um, Thanks for thank you guys, guys so much for listening woo alright we'll see you guys next time signing off signing off roger that <laughs> bye aye aye captain <laughs> bye bye